Hello, this is Aubrey here, just giving you all a disclaimer about today's episode. We are going to be talking on subjects including sexual assault, drugs, and other things. Listener discretion advised. Welcome to The Sober Gay, a podcast about being sober in the LGBT community and beyond. I'm your host, Dylan Gay, and yes, that is my last name. Hi, Aubrey. Hey, Dylan. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Good, good. So what are we talking about today? Ooh, Ooh. horror story. Spooky, scary, horror, drunk stories. I'm so excited about this. I'm going to pee in my costume. <laughs> Yes, I love it. Looking great, as always. Uh, me? Yes. You're talking about me? Yes. Is that a compliment for me? No, it's for the cat, actually. No, please keep going. <laughs> I just want to please keep going. It is for you. You look great. Thank you. Yes, of course. That's so fucking nice. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. <laughs> You're uh, in the end crowd now. Oh, my God. Okay, before we start sharing our spooky stories, I did want to tell you that today is a very special day. And it I didn't. Is. I haven't talked to anyone today about it yet. Oh, I'm ten months sober today. Oh my gosh! Happy ten months. Thank you. That is amazing. I know. I know. Ten months. I'm ten months sober. Two more, and you hit that big year. Oh my god! I know. I can't think too far ahead. I'm just enjoying. You've been doing great. I mean, it's seriously. double digits now. It's double digits. Double digits. I'm ten months sober. After ten years of drinking, so that's would like, you would you have said ten months ago you would see yourself here? I would have hoped so because yeah. that was that first day, and I went into this like with a running start. I feel like because I was so eager for sobriety. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because I did it without rehab. I did it without all that stuff this time around. I did it on my own, and I think I was just so ready for it. I just took it head on and I went for it. And look at you, ten I'm months, so and you I'm are so seriously like I. I think I messaged you last month, and I told you. I mean, seriously, you're such an inspiration to me. Like, even though I'm oh. a, what a year in, ten months sober, like oh. still seeing like someone else like go through this process with me and like see how good they're doing helps me like continue to do better. So. I know and that means so much to hear that, and. I have uh, friends now that are, you know, I told you about my one girlfriend I was telling you about. She's mm-hmm. sober now. And it's just so crazy to see how it trickles down, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I owe myself a lot for my sobriety, but you were definitely a big influence on that. And it's crazy how it just trickles down like that. And you can be such a bright, positive influence. So if any of you out there are thinking that are thinking that um, you're being sober is making you look uncool or stupid or just know that you probably are influencing someone quietly that you have no idea that you're even influencing and you're planting that seed in someone's head and watering it with your actions. So just keep that in mind that, and you always have us, me and Aubrey are here for you. It's a positive thing because people get to see you live out your life without drinking and they can actually have that too. If they just like put forward some effort, you know, it's something that they can gain too. So, right. 
Okay, so we just had to say that on that. Yes. I guess. <laughs> so I think we should start with you in a horror story. Oh my god, you want to start with me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there's this one time. <laughs> this is how they're all going to start. <laughs> one time I was okay. I was okay. I was dating this guy in uh, Hackettstown, New Jersey, and uh, well, I'm not going to say his name, obviously, but. We went on a date. We went to a place called Marley's, and it was just like a really popular place to drink. And I think it's the only place to drink in that town, actually. <laughs> um, and we were drinking beer towers, doing shots, uh, drink, 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 drink. We were, this was maybe uh, my third date with this guy um, that I was with, and we were hammered. So we go back to his apartment because it's walking distance. And, you know, third or fourth mm-hmm. date, whatever it was, that's, you know, I was like, he was like, you know, you could sleep over. This is like, you know, the first time. Um, I don't remember any of this, but I was already blacked out. I blacked out at the bar. So <laughs> all of the stuff is hearsay. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, I'm like, go to his house. So uh, I guess he, so he lived in a dorm and they have it like in, in that particular dorm, you had a, like a key slot on your personal door and there was mm-hmm. like common area, mm-hmm. you know, that's pretty common, I guess, in dorms, like yeah. you got the common area and you have to have your key card to get into your bedroom where you sleep. Yeah. Um, so I guess I locked him out of his bedroom and I slept in his bed, peed in his bed, Ooh. got, got up in the middle of the night, went into his kitchen, peed in his kitchen <laughs> in the refrigerator all over the kitchen floor into the refrigerator woke him up to where he's like what are you doing so i go back into his bedroom and then lock him out of his own bedroom again Mm-mm. and he had to clean all that up while i just slept peacefully in his pee bed now and did you get another date we did we continued to see each other for a little bit after that wow i know it's this bomb ass pussy <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> just kidding. making the world go around every day dylan <laughs> <laughs> no but that that was like yeah we actually ended up going on a couple more dates after that and like we actually still have each other on instagram to this day like i still keep in contact with him lightly like he's doing his thing he's great he's happy so good yeah. good good oh my gosh peeing in the bed twice and then in, in the his, kitchen in his refrigerator in, his dorm refrigerator dorm refrigerator with like three other roommates tell me you got the roommates food i don't know oh made him sleep on the couch oh oh dylan oh i yeah, love it i know so that's my first horror story i love it great right, hit, hit me with your first best shot oh, all right so I think I'm going to go straight for the heart and talk about one that. Uh, so this was on my way to my. So my brother lived in Chicago at the time and his wife was pregnant and I was back in Detroit. And so I knew she was about to go into labor. So I was like, oh, well, you know, what's going to make this drive great. Let's drink all the way from Detroit to Chicago. And, you know, I'm used to drinking and driving, but I decided to have like eight or nine shots before I started driving this time. So, yeah, it was it was fun. I wanted to be happy when I got to Chicago and I thought I could definitely make that drive. I was like, I'm a professional drunk driver. It's totally okay." Right. Um. 
So start start driving. I make it about an hour, hour and a half into the drive and it starts raining and all of this. And that is the last thing I remember on the drive. I had my bottle and next you're to driving? me. Oh, yeah. Okay. So an hour and a half and I have a four and a half hour drive ahead of me. So um, next thing I know is that I wake up and my car is not moving i'm in the middle of the freeway and like this is like how i woke up like i i don't remember anything happening and i completely crashed my car um and ended up calling my mom instead of the police because my drunk ass was like i need to get out of this situation so i was like i'm gonna call my mom and see if she can come pick me up who's in chicago let alone thinking, oh, she can get here in two and a half hours before any police know that my car is crashed in the middle of the freeway. Mm-hmm. So I'm crying on the phone, like trying to just like walk away from the scene. And I roll down a hill and it's just raining. I'm muddy. I've just gone, like had this terrible accident. And um, my mom's just like, what are you doing? Like, what what's going on with you? And I just like, I don't know what to do. Um you know and oh my god yeah i i don't know what to do so i my smart like thought was there's a mcdonald's right there let's go into mcdonald's and see what i can like get done so i like walk in and the people at mcdonald's literally everyone just like stares at me because i'm just like muddy like cuts all over things like this and they're like what the fuck happened to this guy and so i just turned around and walked out didn't oh talk God. to them. I did not. I did not know what to do. I'm still like super she said, buzzed and wasted. She so said. Like, she said, "Never mind." <laughs> Never mind. They all looked at me like, "Who the fuck is walking in right now?" And you know that's a bad sign when people at McDonald's do that. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, finally walk out of McDonald's, and next thing I see is I'm, I'm about to walk back to my car, and there's a police officer sitting right there, and he's like, "Hey, are you Aubrey?" He's like, yep, I am. That's me. And it's like, he's like, it's like, yeah, I know. And I just like leaned against the car and put my hands behind my back. And I was like, all right, I guess this is the time to go. <sighs> and he was like, all right. And drove away, took me to the hospital, made sure I was okay, and spent the night in jail on the west side of Michigan. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> my engine blew out of my car. So I did not get injured in this accident somehow. Wow. That was the one thing that like out of all of this, I don't know how that happened. But your soul blew out of your body. <laughs> but my soul blew out of my body. <laughs> oh my God, that is a scary that's yeah. actually that's a really scary story. Yeah, it was it was a crazy time and I will glad I will never have to put my parents through that again. Oh my god. That, uh, um, okay. Wow. Okay. So back to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's like, ooh. I jumped right into it. Don't worry. My next one will be lighter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, my next story involves Las Vegas. Ooh. Um, me and a friend went there a couple years ago. Um, obviously doing lots of cocaine off of dumpsters in the alleyway. Um, and in bathrooms of various casinos. But you actually did cocaine on dumpsters. Yeah, on my fo- well, I put it on my phone, and then we just put it on the dumpster because it was a good height, and we were in the back alleyways. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, but yes, yeah, still, yes, on the literal dumpster, but on my phone as the surface. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway. So. <laughs> um. Anyway, I remember coming to at one point, and I was blacked out with my friend. I remember coming to, um, in the back seat on the strip in the back seat of a random person's car, and I look over at my friend, and she's zooted, and I'm zooted. Um, and I'm like, what is going on with us? Who are these people? Are we in an Uber right now? And she's like, um, no, these are our friends. (laughs) And I was like, our friends. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know who these people were. I don't know where we were going. We ended up going to some pool, but no one got in. There was a lot of drugs. There was a hotel parking lot. <laughs> this was all from like my memory. I was trying to think about this story to put it into words. And I was like, Whew, how do I you wanna, say this? I want to tell the Vegas story, but I was so blacked out. And my friend that I was with was so blacked out. Um, uh, there was yelling and someone saying that I owed them money. And I remember like trying to hand them like playing cards like for the casinos <laughs> because i didn't have any money like any Here's cash the chips. <laughs> no not the chips like the playing cards that you put in the machine like not even anything oh. worth nothing like i was trying to give them like player cards like <laughs> like i remember that at one point and someone yelling about weed and uh it was just a messy situation i remember trying to get back to my hotel like running with my friend that i was with and like trying to hurdle her and she's like way like beyond me blacked out like and we're both like falling into elevators and trying to like get back to our place safely just to pass out mm-hmm. and then wake up and do it a fucking again because we were in vegas like and not even care about any of it but ooh, that was my story <laughs> my second story <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> vegas always good times always good young stories right uh, I, I was like thinking about this and i was like i have to throw a vegas story in there somehow even though i don't remember like any of them that is one thing i've never done in my life i've never been to vegas so how are you gonna talk about vegas if you've never been to vegas? i ain't gonna talk about vegas oh, uh, you, no. were, you were like oh yeah when in vegas i guess it was just like a what to say right? <laughs> it was a what to say yeah okay um, go ahead okay so for my next story this is um one of the first times i actually like started drinking um i um joined a fraternity um at the time i was 17 going on 18 and this is like the first time i ever really drank in my life i was one of those like good uh, high school kids and so we were playing waterfall and that's how this started so we were playing with beer at first and you know normal waterfall stuff well the beer ran out so all we had was this stuff that we called fuck juice which i yeah i know fraternity shit (laughs) um it was literally just two gallons of gin with a thing of minute made that like frozen minute made lemonade shit oh thrown in there you made it sound like you said all we had (laughs) made it sound like it was like the like one red bull (laughs) oh well it's just it was strong so we were paying we were playing king's waterfall with literally jungle juice mm, sounds like something i would have been all about oh it was it was fun until i got two waterfalls where the first one it happened one right after the other and i was the last one on the first one and the second to last on the other one so i got really drunk 
really quickly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you were still new at it at this point. Oh, I was very new. So, like, okay. I had, what I happened? maybe had like down like three of them. Okay. And next thing I know is I am sitting on the couch. I start puking. There's the fraternity, like my fraternity brothers and the sorority girls, like all staring at me, puking off of this couch. And then finally I stop and then like I black out again. And then next thing is my fraternity brothers are playing another game. And the biggest fraternity brother ends up falling and lands on top of me as I'm on the bed. And he's, I mean, he's probably like a like 350 like guy. So I, he laid on top of me and I, next thing I'm just like waking up to this like really like giant man on top of me. Oh my God. And I'm like, I just want to go home right now. And everyone's making fun of me. <laughs> oh my Aww. gosh. Finally woke up the next day. Everything ended up being okay, but woof, I was hungover. Ooh, was it scary? <laughs> it was very scary. That and I didn't drink scary. for a couple days after that. Oh, God. So that was definitely the beginning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that would not fly towards the middle or the end. <laughs> definitely. Oh, my God. Okay, my, my turn? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I have one more good one, too. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so this one's not going to be as such of a happy note. Uh, so the, this scary time of my life, um, I was in Raleigh and I remember working, um, I worked a lot at this little honky tonk place I used to work at and it was like six nights a week busted. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go downtown. I'm going to get so drunk by myself, blah, blah, blah. So I got an Uber or a Lyft or whatever it was, um, a car ride service and, went downtown got very drunk and anyway on the way back on the the car ride service back and i don't want to say which one because i don't i don't remember to the <laughs> honestly which was but that does come in and it does come in into play yeah okay um i woke up parked in my house with my flaccid penis in his mouth the Uber driver mm -mm. who was like a 70, 60, 70 year old man. Um, and I like had like drool all over me. I was like, woke up and I started just like panicking. I was like, whoa, like get off me, get off me, get off me. And I like zipped my pants up and I just started like running. And I went, I had where I lived on like a corner apartment and we mm -hmm. were like parked right in front of my apartment. So I ran behind my building and I just waited and I was like freaking out and I waited for him to drive away. And then I went back into my apartment, uh, went inside and I just, I was still so fucking drunk. I did mm. not know what had just happened. I did not realize like you were just sexually assaulted by an Uber driver or a, a, a ride share driver. Mm -hmm. I didn't really process what had happened. Went, smoked a couple cigarettes, whatever, did my thing, passed out, went to bed, woke mm. up the next morning that's when it like all started coming back and I was like putting pieces together and started like realizing what had happened and all, all this is happening and I have to be at work in five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it was. I remember I was running late already and like, I just remember going to work and just like, I like burst into tears and the um, like I went right in the office and burst into tears and uh, it was just very hard. And that was, 
Mm. It's a little hard to talk about. Sorry. I got no, a little shaky there. <laughs> it's okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, it I'm was so sorry that happened to you. No, but it was a spooky time. <laughs> I was fucking no, wasted. Yeah. It's, it's those little things that you do when you're wasted that you realize you would never have even like considered when you were sober. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that's scary the most is like, you're like, why this situation would never have even happened. Yeah, you know. and I know I never consented to anything yeah. like that to happen from my rideshare dri no. driver app. Whatever. No, <laughs> no, no, know, no, like, no, no, no. Yeah, so it was just like that was one of the scariest moments, like where I knew alcohol had done a number and won that night. You know, like mm. I was definitely, I definitely lost that night to alcohol. <laughs> Okay. Well, I am glad you are here and able to talk about it and be like honest and open about it. So thank you. Thank you. All yeah. right. Go ahead with your last story. All right. So my last story um, involves a few of my friends. We were in Chicago and we had planned this trip for like three or four weeks. We were so excited to go. And... um we got this really bougie hotel in downtown Chicago and we were like, it's okay. We're going to smoke here. Like we brought, we brought weed with us. We had alcohol, everything. We had our little sploosh. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you all know what a sploosh is, but pretty much you take a um, toilet roll um, and then you put uh, oh, dryer sheets, dryer in, sheets it. in it. So, so you that, can smoke weed so inside. Can, yeah. Yeah. Well, a sploof. That's what we sploof, call it in Jersey. Sploof, sploosh. You call it a sploosh? Yeah. A sploosh is when you come. That's it like might, jizz. It might, it might be a sploosh. <laughs> it's a sploosh. So that's what we used. Okay. Not a sploosh. <laughs> <laughs> we're probably both wrong, but who cares? Anyway, go um, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But so we're, we're drinking shots. We're getting wasted and we're smoking. And next thing we know is we get a knock on our hotel door. And we're like, okay, whatever. Like we answer it and the guy's like, we have complaints from people around here that it's smelling like weed and we need you all to leave the hotel now. And we're like, and it's like 11 o'clock at night in Chicago. Oh. So where we're I like, go. where are we going to go right now? Where, where I go. We're drunk. We're high. <laughs> yeah, you're so we're roaming up. around the city. So the only hotel we can find is this, um, what is it? Red roof Inn mm -hmm. in the middle Whoa. of downtown Chicago literally the like most gross hotel in chicago probably like we had rats roaming around it was the only thing we can do and we just sat in our hotel room got drunk blacked out drunk woke up the next morning and we were like what the fuck just happened and why are we staying at a red roof inn right now oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't really know what happened though like what uh, you did like we did but we we knew that we left the hotel and we knew that we got kicked out but it didn't like click in our heads until the next morning that we actually got kicked out we're like oh, wow yeah. this is because the hotel kept calling us because they were kept trying to charge our cards for like a 500 dollars smoke fee and we're like we're not accepting that oh my god <laughs> so we turned off our cards <laughs> oh my god badass bitch <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie Lived on money in Chicago for a week. It was great. Oh my god, love it. Oh, it's spooky. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> okay, my last story. I've been thinking of what to say. I don't really know. There's just so many. 
it's so awful it's like how like how many bad decisions did i make well at least once a week i had like a fear of my life like for 10 years like, pick one am i gonna die today probably yeah i always thought i was like gonna die or be dead um well so there was this one time uh <laughs> bring out that southern <laughs> no it was at a um at a rockies game uh it was last august um i was with some friends and we were in a very heated discussion and um it was friends that were visiting from out of town too oh whoa i just got really southern there. <laughs> <laughs> from out of town too and um we just got in the very heated argument and i slapped them and then they pushed me and i ended up falling down the steps at um rocky what is it rocky's course field course field course yeah. field i fell down the steps like one there's like one you know how they're all in segments mm -hmm. like i fell down a whole segment of steps and had a big bruise on my butt and then we got like kicked out because we were just we were fighting obviously so we had to walk out and we lost a friend in the process um she like completely lost her her phone was dead like it was such a horrible spooky <laughs> night i remember you telling me this story but drunk you did not tell me the story that way you did not I'm tell sure. me about the fighting at all i'm sure i i just knew you went to coors field and like you got kicked out but you never told me why well yeah we didn't get kicked out for being too hot <laughs> <laughs> like what do, you, what do you think? I just didn't know you got in a fight and got pushed downstairs. Yeah, well, that's what happened. So, da -da 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 -da. so uh, well, thank you for sharing some of your spooky stories yes, with me. Thank you for sharing too. I've got to learn a little bit more today. I guess so. We're looking at we're looking at each other very differently, right? <laughs> right. Like that is not what you told me when you were drunk. This is not okay. That's you can't judge me on that. I know I I can't. At she's all. she's different. We all different. We Aubrey, all changed. Aubrey, Aubrey, yes. Where can they find us on Instagram? They can find us on Instagram at the Sober Gay Podcast. Uh, it's podcast. <laughs> it's the Sober Gay Podcast. You fool. At the Sober Gay Podcast. And where can they email us? At the Sober Gay at gmail dot com. Perfect. Until next time. Stay, stay sober, sober, girl. girl. <laughs>